The Holy Gospel according to St. John, the 14th chapter. Jesus said, Let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and will take you to myself, that where I am, you may be also, and you know the way to where I am going. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you had known me, you would have known my Father also. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. Philip said to him, Lord, show us the Father, and it is enough for us. Jesus said to him, Have I been with you so long and you still do not know me, Philip? Whoever has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? The words that I say to you, I do not speak on my own authority, but the Father who dwells in me does his works. Believe me, that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me. Or else believe on account of the works themselves. Truly, truly, I say to you, whoever believes in me will also do the works that I do, and greater works than these will he do, because I am going to the Father. Whatever you ask in my name, this I will do that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask me anything in my name, I will do it. This is the Gospel of the Lord. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Not much to look at. Countertopped corner. Chairs and computers behind a glassless window at the end of the hall. But then, Miss Heim walked in there with a full English tea, right down to the Warburton's crackers. She had more than a bit of mom in her for those who came through the church's door. Gestures like hers made the office of the summer interns a favorite place at Old St. John. People give us place. In memories of people turned toward each other in love, we treasure places. If you treasure a picture of home, a mother's affection likely shapes that memory. No life flourishes without the love of people, without reliable love giving dependable place. Displacement is traumatic. For the 71 million persons in the world driven from their homes, 
and, strangely, now for us, sheltering at home. Confined to one place, we are losing our places, missing full human contact and basic gestures of affection, the mundane love we need. The frustration and indignation in the questions of Thomas and Philip stems from displacement. Jesus had no permanent address, but they knew place with him as with no one else. If he seated people, the grass became a table. If he lay down, a boat and a storm became a bed. If he invited himself, the house of an unpatriotic tax agent became the spot in town. Wandering, Jesus didn't so much go places as place went with Jesus. But now he was going away to a place they could not follow. To their displacement, he speaks of yet fuller place. In my father's house, there are lots of places to stay. They don't want to be alone, and neither does the father, whose house would feel empty without them. We now sense the emptiness of homes, empty for the people they don't or no longer house, who have gone their way but also empty for the people they do house, from whom we wish we could get away. In presence as an absence, we feel the separation that points to sin and death. Like God the Father, people long for place, but we cannot give singular, perfect, and lasting place so we bounce between places and people. But the Father makes such place. In him is such place. The Father, in whose house are many abodes, 14 verse 2, is the Father who abides in Jesus, 14.10. He constitutes singular, perfect, and lasting place. The Father is the person in whom is place. We have an abode because he abides. Regarding the Father, Jesus says, I am going away to the disciples. They and we experience going away and abiding as opposites. With Jesus, they are not opposed. In fact, the disciples' keen sense of place was tied to a uniquely displaced person. The Son had gone out from the Father, yet in his willing displacement the Son abided in the Father and the Father in the Son. Just as he comes from in order to return to the Father, Jesus promises his disciples that he goes away from them in order to prepare a place for them. Jesus goes to come again, yet more fully. 
He goes out from the Father to return. He goes away from his followers to come again. And with both he retains his place in the displacement he embraces. The Father is the person in whom is place. The Son is the person who undergoes displacement to afford his followers and his Father place with one another. This Son bids you to have faith in him and in his Father. Believe in God, he says, believe also in me. He invites you to embrace displacement as that through which he brings to yet greater place. Believing in him, embracing what he gives to embrace, it is expansion and not restriction that we experience. Whoever believes in me, greater works than these will he do. Against a cacophony of ceaseless voices crying but death and other forms of doom in this time of displacement, three persons whisper of something greater. The Father in whom is place. The Son who undergoes displacement to afford place. And the Spirit who binds persons and so brings places together. After speaking about prayer, Jesus speaks of the Spirit, whom he names the Helper in John 14:16. Is the place we now miss most not the altar behind this invisible pulpit? Has our longing for the people who, gathering there, turn toward us a gesture of love, ever been greater than it is now? It is displacement that we are experiencing, and in it, conversely, our sense of place with God and with one another grows. If you there sense the same longing that I here feel, then in our displacement we abide together. This is the work of God's Spirit, and it is a great work in which we participate, praying for one another, even if the only prayers we can muster is to ache with longing and cry. But be sure of this, there is something greater afoot here than just a return to what is quote-unquote normal. There is something embraceable in the Father, through the Son, praying with, yes, with, one another in the Spirit. Amen.